if you figure a way to live without serving a master, any master, then let the rest of us know, will you? For you'd be the first person in the history of the world. Was that the quote? No, it wasn't. Oh, but it's certainly a quote. Oh, here uh, it is. You ready? Yeah. All right, take two. Click. I am a writer, a doctor, a nuclear physicist, and a theoretical philosopher. But above all, I am a man, a hopelessly inquisitive man, just like you. I am. <laughs> there is no hope to my inquisitiveness. I am not inquisitive. Also, nuclear physicist, I don't recall at any point him doing any nuclear physics. You're not physics. inquisitive? You don't consider yourself inquisitive? You never like, no, not hey, even what's a... going on? What is this thing? Not in the slightest, no. Hey, why does this, what does this particular part of me hurt? No, no, no. If I, look, if I had a natural inclination towards inquisitiveness, You're I would question. you words in this episode yeah, dude. already. <laughs> yeah, where it's a little bit of a daytime record. I got the thesaurus cracked. It's not the balcony after dark, my friends. It's the balcony at dark. We should go back to the dock. Yeah, we should, but uh, we can't tonight. And for reasons maybe we'll get into after the break, it's the master, two boys in a balcony. Please play the song this week. Oh, yeah, I will remember to put the theme song in. Goodbye. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Oh, Philip Seymour baby. Hoffman. I miss this fella. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right out of the gate. Dude, he was so good. I miss him. Nice fella. Such a good actor. There's a really good One cast in this. I enjoyed it. We'll see you next week, Balconiers. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We'll We're try- I'm trying to shorten it from last week's two hour fucking. <laughs> Dude, people festival. like a long pod. Yeah, but not that you know, long. That's silly. We, it might have been a mistake going beat by beat. Yeah. Line by line, I don't minute think any, by minute. Nobody's listening to podcasts when they're sitting at home. Everybody's watching TV or movies. I haven't listened to a podcast in fucking a month. No, dude, podcasts are out, man. I don't even know I what we're doing to... at this point. I think it's just uh, so that we can uh, we can mock our descent into madness. This is this is my media consumption bill. Okay, I wake up check my phone i watch whatever stupid thing my kids want to watch usually then uh they do school i do work you know and then they'll be watching some other stupid thing and then i'll watch uh i've been watching twin peaks i make sure i watch the uh, white house uh daily press briefing because i want to stay informed you want to know what you have to do to stay alive in these this fake news media is not going to give it to you straight yeah, don't drink poison. It's a, it's a witch hunt. <laughs> it is a witch hunt. And guess what I do? I hunt witch hunters. Oh, I'm doing a witch hunt. You're witch the witcher. Hunt. Yeah, that's right. Is that what that uh, show's about? I don't. I play the game. I haven't watched the oh. show, but it's about the game. Very fun game. Yeah. Hey, let's turn this into a gaming podcast. Oh, I could, yeah, I could tell you all about my island on Animal Crossing again. Oh, or God. I don't want to hear about people's islands on Animal Crossing anymore. I just got a rice cooker. Ooh, is that exciting? 
I don't know. I shook a tree and a rice cooker fell out, so probably not. You're like, what is? Who's keeping that rice cookers in this tree? It's not smart. Unwise. Don't recommend. Hey, this was a pretty good off the cuff riff. Yeah, we're doing a fine job. It's uh, two boys in a balcony, the New England Film Podcast. The New England my Film name, Podcast, the only podcast my name with is two boys con- in a balcony, hoping to someday be let out of the balcony. Because at this point, I don't think they're ever going to let us out. Just going to let that breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Ah. Uh, yeah, we watch movies and then we talk about them in depth. We are not, uh, uh, we're not licensed film critics. I am. I got oh, a you license. Are? I have. Well, oh, during- I got a permit. Oh, nice. I can't dude. get a license right now because the because of coronavirus has shut down the office. But yeah, all the exams right now they're letting down. you. Oh, they're letting you if you have a permit. It's like having a license right now. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm going to the Oscars this year. I think. Whoa! Yeah, cool. it'll be good. It'll be fun. I don't know that the film critics go to the Oscars. They do now because none of the actors want to risk it. No, yeah, they got to keep six feet apart. Yeah, it's going to be all seat fillers this year. Yeah, it's just you, the people that write for RogerEbert.com. Hey, uh, rip, rip th- to a real one. Right? I mean, yeah, I think we out, try to emulate him. To a real one. I think you're more I of like- a, uh, Cisco. Oh boy! Oh boy! No, we're both kind of. We're both kind of both. We're both kind Just of both. Size. Yeah, Roger Ebert was a bigger man. Yeah. Gene Siskel was big uh, hot. They said, but so, so hard it uh, stopped. So big. Couldn't I actually, I anymore. don't know anybody that ever said that, but that he had a big heart. That he was nice. Oh, I, I, I don't. don't know. I can't speak for his children. No, I'm sure they loved him. I don't even know if he had children. I don't know a thing about the man. But anyway, we emulate him and we love him and we miss him so much. Roger Ebert, RIP to a real one. I already said that, Pot. No, I said it better, though. You do. You have a nice voice. Uh, what are you, uh, what you been watching? Doing? How's your hair going? Oh, it's... Uh, it's uh, I think it's growing it's, back, dude. The hair, <laughs> The hair that's here is turning white. It really seems to be filling in for you. I think. And well, I'm not getting a haircut until this is all over. So I got one. 20, I got one. Uh, 2021. Five days ago. Well, you live with a professional hairstylist. Yeah, it took me six weeks to convince her to do it. <laughs> <laughs> she was all she kept every going, oh, day. Man. I'm like, can you booked can up? You cut my hair now. Uh, booked up. Book solid. I'm oh, trying to boy. get her to do could... it like three times a week, just so she remembers how to cut people's hair when it's time to go back. Why wouldn't she cut your hair? Yeah, she's like, why? Oh, I she's yeah, like, I'm like I, I she that. can't get her hair cut. Truth. I'm like, yeah, but you got to look at me. Look at this. It got does it, bad. Doesn't does she always cut your hair? Yeah. 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 I haven't had. Okay. I've had one other person cut my hair in 18 years. Yeah, I like and, to go down uh, the barbershop. And it's I like because to I was a, I was uh, hired as a model. For a Paul Mitchell for a school thing, they did at her salon. So I got a nice ah uh, haircut, Sean. From a from a Paul Mitchell from uh, a professional Paul Mitchell stylist. Wow, what did that? I got I got to see pictures of this thing. I'm sure. How I slipped have back one was somewhere. that mullet? That mullet was looking good that day, Sean. I don't have a mullet. Yes, any, you do. Any I. <laughs> well, did you rock a mullet? Nobody cares. No, of I course didn't. I did, dude. 
Everybody rocked party. mullet at one point in the 80s. Dude, I thought you'd be party in the front, party in the back, you know? I know you love a backdoor party. Big potty boy. Yeah. I uh, No mullet for me. I had a rat tail one time. Yeah, I bet you did. I bet you got yeah, beat up for it, too. I don't think I got beat I bet up. Everybody was, were you in theater at the time? No, that was this has been eighty eight first grade probably. Wow, I'm a five or six <laughs> first grade rat indictment. tail. That's not it's even an your choice. My, yeah, no, it's an indictment choice. on my parents. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. What the fuck's their problem? Mistakes were made. What are you? Uh, what have you been watching lately, bud? I, I've, I've been watching. In a week. Uh, I've watched a few movies. I went on. Ooh, I went on a. I went on a theatrical journey yesterday. Oh. Oh yeah, my goodness! I Take me on this at, journey. I woke up at seven in the a.m. Wow! To Whoa. watch uh, to put on. Why? I don't know, dude. Because I nap like five times a day now, so I really yeah. I have no. Your sleep schedule is a, a, it's insane. a mess. It's insane. Mine is mine's staying pretty normal because yeah. I gotta I have to work and my kids get me up, but you're uh, just all over the place. I'm you just, just sleep when you yeah. want to, like a fucking kitty cat. Yeah, it's nice. I understand why the cats do it like this now because it's enjoyable. You just find you just find a pool of light on the floor and you just <laughs> oh, like, it's so warm curl right up. Here. Dude, uh, seriously, you fighting turn the boys the elect- for sunshine. Turn on the electric blanket and I can be comfortable anywhere. Amen to that, sister. I was, so I watched. What, uh, uh, I watched. You had a little movie marathon. Ooh, scary! Which I haven't watched in a long time. It holds up. Great movie. Dude. Very good. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. And I watched. Uh, finally watched the Florida Project. Uh, I've not seen the Florida Project because it, it was, seems it was like a really good. I enjoyed it. Bummer. I enjoy uh, the plight of poor people mostly. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> so for me, it was really in the wheelhouse. And you were just like, oh, so many poor people. I, I like, love oh, it. Oh, I love oh. a good motel story. Oh, Willem Dafoe was great. Uh, we talked about yeah. this before that he he was nominated for that, but he lost out to I forget who it was. Yeah, he lost out to somebody. Yeah, but he definitely <laughs> deserved a nomination. I thought he was good in it. Yeah, I don't think he. No, we talked about him. And uh, the, kid, he the have kids an, in it were uh, were something else. Yeah, I don't. Fun. Uh, they not fun. They filmed it was the sad, but it was good. <laughs> it was a blast. <laughs> we had a nice time. Uh, it was, it was a, a little bit of a weird movies. ending, I thought. But uh, so I watched that, and then I was gonna watch The Matrix. Yeah, you told me that. Fr- you texted me that you're you about I to watch said, The Matrix for the very, it. for the very first time. Yeah, but then Nicole was gonna take a nap. Oh, and she wants and to. She was she like, "Why don't we watch in? The Matrix later?" And then we never did. But maybe we'll yeah. watch it tonight. You should. But Matrix I watched uh, Malcolm X. Ooh. Uh, with so- Denzel Washington. <laughs> That's a pretty long nap Nicole took. That's like a three yeah, and a well, half hour she, movie, right? She went in to take a nap, but then she wound up watching just trash TV like that uh, mm-hmm. ninety mm-hmm. day fiance shit or something like that. Yeah. No, we were in we were discussing. You told me you watched Mal- Malcolm X. Uh, part of it takes place in New England. Yeah, he's well. He uh, originally from Roxbury, I want to say. It starts really? in Dudley Square. Yeah, oh. I sent you that screenshot of the opening yeah. title. I thought the connection awesome. was going to be uh, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Well, he, that, does, honest he does. Honest to God, that's enough of a connection for me. But I you're mean, saying this thing actually takes movie, place. But yeah, there's there's scenes in. He's in Boston, yeah. and then he goes to uh, 
New York and then leaves New York in Brooklyn, I think, and then comes back to Boston. Yeah, so we're going to do that because I think that uh, a couple of white guys talking about Malcolm X is what the world needs. Seems totally fine. Yeah, I think great we movie, dude. It. I've never, I, I don't think I've ever seen the full thing, but it's so I'm, good. I have man. not either. Um, Very, uh, just, uh, it's a Spike Lee joint. You know that. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we got to talk. We have that scheduled for in two weeks. We're going to do that. And yeah. It's only on Netflix until May 1st. So you might. We might have to switch it out for next week or something. Yeah. Or you're going to no, have I mean, to that's... watch it before and take your... Dude, it's like three and a half hours long, so you're going to take like 26 pages of notes. You're very be... meticulous, Sean. You're very meticulous. I've been, I, You know what? I've been taking less and less notes. I don't care for that. Depend, dependent upon how I don't like detailed it. the Wikipedia page is. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I like it when you're like, oh, I took 74 pages. They're mad at work. They don't care for what I'm doing any longer. Mm-hmm. I'm on probation. Double secret probation. That's right. Which you wouldn't think they'd tell you that if it's... No, no, no. That should have been double yeah, secret. That should have been on the hush. Well, that's a that's a hack of a movie. What have you been that's watching? Almost... What have you been Not seeing? Not much. On the oh, and I've been watching, I've been, uh, watching Bob's Burgers, too. Oh, look Hulu. at you. Squeezing him in. Yeah. I have not... Uh... We had uh, Saturday was uh, one of the nicest days I've ever seen in my life. So I was outside the whole yeah, day. Yeah, it was pretty nice out. And then uh, I think by the end of the day, I was pretty sleepy, so I didn't do anything. Uh, I watched Die Hard for the very first time. I'd never oh, you seen never Die seen it Hard. before? No. Uh, I think good, they have good, good movie. I think they have the first three of them on HBO. Yeah, I have no interest in like going further down the Die Hard rabbit hole, but I watched Die Hard. Yeah. For some reason, yeah, I, we finished all the Harry Potter movies, and then I was like, you know what? I need uh, some more Alan Rickman in my life. So I went through his IMDb page, and Die Hard jumped out. Yeah. And uh, for good reason. It's great. Uh, I don't really have any thoughts on it other than uh, I liked when he shot people with guns. Which oh, is do not they do I that usually, in there? <laughs> I usually don't enjoy that. I'm usually pretty anti-gun, but if uh, John McClane's going to shoot uh, Dutch people, for it. 100%. It's also nice, know. you know, I like, finally I like the Dutch pe- get their day. I like people that didn't get captured. Yo, oh, yeah, real heroes, not like, not no, John McClane, not John McCain. Oh, oh, I apologize. Oh, yeah, you've been... I apologize yeah. to all of everybody. Did you <laughs> did you think that Die Hard was kind of like a like a biopic of the life of I think the late mean, senator? I'm pretty sure you mean biopic. The, the maverick John McCain because I it is. I think you mean biopic. You said biopic, and I think you mean biopic. Good, good, good riff. I <laughs> <laughs> I am myopic towards your biopic. Joke. Oh, that is good. That is some good, nice wordplay. Um, the master. We watched, what did we watch? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, that's the only movie I watched in the last week besides The Master again. You should watch more movies. You should watch Good Boys on HBO. I never heard of that one. I I've been watching I've tw- mentioned it a few times. I've been watching Twin Peaks. I got like I got like six or seven episodes of the original run of Twin Peaks, and then I gotta watch the movie and then I'm gonna watch the new what Showtime is series. The original run was three seasons or two? 
two. One season was like seven episodes, and one season was like 22 episodes. And then they made a movie. So weird. Remember when TV was like 26 episodes, and then all of a sudden it went down to like 12 or 13? Yeah. So much better at 12 or 13. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. (laughs) Take all that fluff out of there. I don't need these. That's kind of why I bailed on The Sopranos. Even though that's like they started the 13 episode thing, even that's still too long. I don't need. I just want. Hit me with the plot. I mean, it Breaking depends on the show, the... though, dude. I guess. All I right. Guess. But this isn't a TV podcast. What is this, This is Bill? not a TV podcast, and I refuse to talk about television any longer today. No more. Goodbye, because it's this time to talk about episode. Le Master. Le Master. Yoquin. Back. Joaquin we talked about Phoenix. him in uh, To Die For. To Was Die For. He has been in other done, movies for sure. We've done a few movies. We have done a few movies. That is true. Um, I don't know that he's been in something else. Now you're making me put me on the spot all the time. Makes me think like... Who directed this in? fucking thing? Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson. PTA, brother. You, you knew that, though. You second, knew that he directed this. This is our second PTA movie? Right, this Boogie is second, yeah. It's and that's it. I don't think we that's can do it. any other ones. Yeah. Until we break I, out of our New England mold. I I well, hey, spoiler alert for 2021. I sure do wish we could talk about more because uh, I've now seen this twice. I've seen Boogie Nights twice. I've seen Magnolia a bunch of times. Punch Drunk Love a bunch of times. Uh, I like this guy's movies. Yeah, he's good. He makes good ones. The fun watch. Um, yeah, the master. I had only just seen this a couple months ago, uh, and I put it off because it seemed so daunting. But then you watch it, uh, especially the second time, and it kind of like yeah. all comes into focus a little bit. And it you does. It makes more sense. So it's, it's loosely based on L. Ron Hubbard, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not. I would not call it a, a, a bio. bio Bio picture Bio of Elron Hubbard. Bio Pike. A Bio Bipic. A Bipic. A BP. Man, this these riffs of Elron stronger. I'm just yes and in you, dude. And just my improv natural instincts kick in, and I'm just giving you the old yes and on the biop. I think that this movie's good. Okay, bye. Take care. What are we watching? Paul next Thomas week? Anderson. So this is his follow up to There Will Be Blood. That was like his big. Big Oscar Love movie. that movie. That is yeah. one, one of my favorites of his. So let's just go through it real quick. Hard and Eight. That's still great. on Netflix, I believe. He goes, Hard Eight. Great. Yeah. Boogie Nights. Great. Punch Drunk Love. Great. Great. There Will Be Blood. Fantastic. Bill. Great. Dude, There Will Be Blood. Then he does The Master. And then I have still haven't seen Inherent Vice or Phantom Thread. And I'm gonna see Phantom I Thread. I'm pretty sure I saw Inherit Vice. He's rumored. I think he was supposed to have a movie coming out this year. Um, let me just check on that. I mean, I mean there's that no must chance. Push back, right? No chance it comes out this year. But everything um, should just come out a direct uh, video. Just I think let me no, buy it at home. To, he was supposed to film this year. Uh, set in 1970 San Fernando Valley, the film follows a high school student who is also a successful child actor. Sounds good to me. What's the name of the film? 
No title yet. Ah. Untitled Paul Thomas Anderson project. Um. Yeah. Do you this, think society uh, will ever get back to a point where Paul Thomas Anderson can go out and film? Uh to get go out and film? Yeah. Yeah. Pro- probably. I would think. All right. Well, I eagerly anticipate his new movie then. I mean, he could he could film now. I mean, nothing's going to stop him. I mean, legally. The law, Johnny Law, might stop him, but you know, here's the thing about these protests to open up the country. All these people are wearing masks. I'm not. I can't be sure that Paul Thomas Anderson's not under there. He could be. He's open up the movie theaters. He's saying, get the AMC. I just saw AMC is not going to open up again until new movies come out. Playing a game of chicken with these studios. Oh, really? So they're like, we're not going to show you movies until you give us movies. (laughs) Yeah, it was a. (laughs) And the movie theaters are like, well, we're not going to give you movies until people will actually come to your theater? Yeah. Dude, I'm supposed Uh, to, we were supposed to go to Mexico in three days. It's not happening, though. No, dude. Did you get your money back? No. Oh, they just JetBlue's like, oh, we got your money in a vacation account. So if maybe sometime in the future you're not scared to go anywhere. Yeah, that's so but nice we're gonna to live off the interest. We're gonna live off the interest of your money. It's wild, dude. And then we're gonna take a taxpayer bailout. Sucks. Uh, I can't. Paul Thomas Anderson should write a movie about the uh, airline bailout. We should write a movie about it. Mm. I think we pretty much got half of it written right now. Yeah, most of it's really gonna just... focus on my trip to Mexico being called off. Yeah. Yeah, but then we could do like fantasy sequences where we do go on that trip. Oh, fantasy sequences where I kick Mr. Jet Blue's ass. Oh, yeah, you go right in there and just yeah. pull Johnny Jet I don't, Blue. No, out. I don't have an appointment. Slap and his I wife. I just walk right into his office. I'd be like, which one of you is Mr. Jet Blue? And obviously he's got wings instead of arms. That's how I know it's him. Uh, what do we got in this thing? Joaquin Phoenix, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Sean, Wayne Amy Adams, instead of arms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mister Jet Blue, he's like a plane. They're, they're tied. They're, he just flew in. His boys, his arms his, were ripped off. All right, I, boy, his arms are no longer attached to his body after Bill ripped them off. Joaquin right Phoenix, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Amy Adams, Amy at the great R- Amy Rami, Adams, love her. Rami Malek, Jesse Plemons, Laura Dern. I just named you six actors. You did. Four Academy Awards in this. Hey, did uh, Joaquin Randy Phoenix Malik Academy Award. won Best Actor for Freddie Mercury? <laughs> Insane. Yeah, right? he did. That's crazy. Wild behavior. Crazy. I like Rami Malek a lot. I think he's I do. A good I think actor. he's a really good actor, but I don't uh, think he should have won. <laughs> that was horrible. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Did you ever see uh, Rocket Man? Not yet. It was pretty good. I'm going to see it. It was better than uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, I thought. Low bar. Low bar, Bill. It's not a It's not a high bar. I never claimed it was. Uh, he's got, But this is Rami Malek and Jesse Plemons. They're like... I don't even know if Jesse Plemons had his role on Breaking Bad at this point. That was kind of his first breakout thing. Yeah, what is it? This was uh, 2012? 2012. 2011? Yeah, and Laura Dern is if she if look if this movie was made today, Laura Dern's character would be the main character because everybody loves Laura Dern. 2012. Were we thinking about Laura Dern? We weren't thinking about Laura Dern. I probably was. 
Yeah, you were because you're perfect. She's my cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, I've told you that before. You never have. I have. Seems like something you, you tell somebody. Yeah, when you were like, oh, I love Laura Dern. And I was like, that's my cousin, you fucking jerk. Oh. And you were like, I don't care. She's mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Four Academy Awards for this movie. Four, uh, Three Academy Award nominations. Not four. I don't know where I got that from. No wins. Uh, nominations. All, yeah. Nominations. All, right. all acting. Does not does not get nominated for Best Picture. So who got nominated? Uh, you want to hear for Quinn, Best Picture that year? PHS. And Amy Adams. PSH. Here's the, here are the 10 movies that were... 10? I don't know. The movies that were up for Best Picture. Argo wins. This is the Argo year, which is already bullshit. Ben Affleck. Argo, I, I ran movie. Yeah, Argo is kind of... I don't know. It was, only a, saw it was one an time. all right movie. I got to watch it again. I want to watch it again. Maybe we can watch it for the podcast. We'll do an Affleck month. We should do an Affleck month. We, we should, should celebrate a Damon and Affleck, our boys, the way we celebrate Mark Wahlberg. Let's do it. Schedule it. No. Nah. I, right. Argo wins. I will. I will. We'll do it next week. We'll start. Uh, Amore, which I, I've never seen. No idea what that is. I had to click on it today. It seems like an absolute bummer. Is it foreign language? It's a French movie about an old French woman dying. It seems like an absolute bummer. And it was uh, it was nominated for Best Picture? Not this wasn't? Yeah, uh, yeah which I would say is like, woo, that's probably a sign that it's a pretty good movie, but yeah. um, still not going to watch it. Beast of the Southern Wild, which I never saw, that was nominated. Is that, is that Idris Elba? No. That... I know what you're, that was a Netflix movie. Is that uh, Beast of No Nation, maybe? Yes. Beast of the Southern Wild is uh, Quetzalhani Wallace. Uh, it's like a little girl. And I don't know. To fuck, I'm not watching this movie. I don't care. I just remember that I'll she used it. to bring like. I watched she used it. To, she, when she was uh, going to the awards, the little girl, she was uh, carrying a puppy dog purse around with her all the time. Oh, that's thought, fun. It was very fun because she was a, a little purse girl. made out of a puppy dog, just a dead dog, yeah, blood dripping that's... everywhere. And she was like, "Beast uh, of the Southern Wild," Django Unchained, Les Mis, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. I think I would that uh, I would put either Life of Pi or Lincoln as the winner. Yeah. I thought uh, Lincoln was really good. Yeah, Lincoln Daniel is Daniel Day, dude, you can't go wrong, bro. And I thought Life of Pi good. was really good. I'm just trying to see what movie gets kicked out of here so that the master can Life get of Pi is the one in the boat with the tiger, right? Yeah, Ang Lee. Uh, a lot of big directors in this. Les Mis stinks. That movie's out. That's gone. I don't know. I think oh, yeah. Zero Dark Thirty would have been my winner. But Argo wins. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix loses. Daniel Day Lewis wins for Lincoln. Lincoln, dude, he deserved it. He was. Do you know what? He was Lincoln, dude. He really, really was. He was Lincoln. He, glad Phoenix gets. Uh, he's nominated for Gladiator, supporting. Walk the line, and then he finally wins for Joker. This he's got four nominations. What was Gladiator like ninety? Three? 94? 2000. No, yeah. It's in two ninety nine. No, 2000, 90s, I think. Right? 
2000 because it's on the Sopranos. Right. Ralphie, uh, Ralph Cifaretto, Joe Pantaleone is always talking. He's always quoting Gladiator. Joey Bats. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's got four nominations. He wins for Capote, which I never saw, but he talks with a silly voice, he so that's fun. Na- nailed Capote, dude. Did you see that? Yeah. I never saw it. Is it good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, All he right. was great. He was great in it. He's great uh, in everything. Dude, he that's was the fantastic. problem with this the guy. World, the world lost a great one. Yeah. Charlie Wilson's War, Doubt, that and The Master. That was a fun movie. Tom Which one? Doubt? Doubt? Uh, oh, Charlie no. Wilson's War. Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah. Doubt was when he was the pedophile priest, right? Uh, Meryl presumably. Streep? Was that Meryl Streep in that? Meryl Streep. Um, Viola Davis. And our last nominee, Amy Adams. She's got six Oscar nominations. You said what What was the last? Joaquin one was the master, right? He got nominated for it? Yeah, and then he wins for uh, a Joker. A- Amy Adams, gets. she's got six. Junebug, Doubt, The Fighter, The Master, American Hustle. And she gets nominated for Vice, which Vice stinks. The uh, Cheney? Dick Cheney Dick movie, Cheney. yeah. I think uh, I think Yoquin's performance in this was better than in Joker. Yeah, without a, que- a without a question, he, he gives a really good performance in this. I would argue Joker is just watered down version of this, but he's you up against Daniel Day Lewis. That, yeah, I would argue that he could be Arthur Fleck in this movie. Yeah, he's not going to beat Daniel Day Lewis playing Abraham Lincoln. He shouldn't. Nobody he should didn't. be. Dan- Daniel Day-Lewis should win all the awards because he is indeed I mean, the best actor. World's greatest grandpa? He's also the world's greatest grandpa. Oh. Let's go. We got Freddie Quell, Joaquin Phoenix. He's on a boat with a ship. He's got a helmet. It's World War II. The Great War. The war to end all wars, Bill. Yeah. Does it start? It looks like it starts on a... Uh... I thought he was like on like one a, of those landing crafts, like D Day. Yeah, that's what it looked like. But it's just his eyes. I think over they're the, on like the Iwo, Iwo Jima, maybe. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they were like shipwrecked, or if they were just like partying on the beach. Well, I think that they landed on Iwo Jima and they were on there for mo- a couple months. Oh, they were. Yeah, you got to learn I about guess, Amer- about World War Two, bro. I, I mean, I know more about the. Just Google Pacific Theater. Man. <laughs> Boring. He's chopping up coconuts. This guy's fun. All He's the guys in the wrestling sandcastles, dude. That is this whole like opening really sets this guy up as a complete it maniac. It sets him up as a fucking weirdo. He tells that joke about crabs about you just shave yeah. one ball and yeah, which is a, yeah, that's a pretty good street joke. I mean, it ain't effective to ice pick your own balls. To it's get not. Crabs off. It's not a good uh, plan on actually eradicating crabs. You gotta no. get some quell. You gotta get the cream there and put it all over yourself. <laughs> yeah. Shave them pubes, put the you know. I look I look, I okay, knock on wood. I've not had to deal with the problem like you, but Yeah, you was you were four years old in the eighties, bro. <laughs> it was a different time. People had pubic hair back then. <laughs> it only took fifty episodes for you to admit that you had crabs. He so the, this is insane. What he does, I can't even. 
my children are in the next room, so I'm going to let you describe the sandcastle scene because I don't want them to hear the the naughtiness. Yeah, it's just uh, so all the sailors are making like a, a sandcastle of a of a lady sunbathing or a mermaid, whatever it is. Fun, fun times. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, you can tell you can see the breastages, so you can tell that get... it's supposed to be a female shape. You're hanging out with your buddies. Yeah, yeah. You want to laugh, and then he like walks up and like straddles it, boy. starts like groping it, and then like finger banging it, and then mm. I think mm-hmm. he fucked it, and yep. it, it got to a point where like everybody was laughing at first, and then they yeah, just start was... dropping their <laughs> eyesight. Yeah, just like oh, this is going on way too long. Yeah, maybe maybe we could just not do this. Then he, he goes uh, right to the shoreline, presents his gift Jerks to Poseidon. Off. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's what he meant. I, yeah. uh, and Presents uh, his gift to, to Poseidon. I'm trying to clean it's it very, up. That's very technical. Yes. Hello, Poseidon. This is for you. <laughs> we don't want it. I welcome you to the day. I wish just a dolphin just jumped up and ate it. I Okay. I... This guy... So then they get they're back on their boat and here's the first time he's making moonshine on the island but we don't know what he's pouring in that coconut. But then they steal ethanol out of a torpedo to make moonshine. Yeah, which dude. Uh, is a real thing. I mean, I know that people, yeah, it's po- yeah, it's poison. Um I know moonshine's a real thing and ethanol, yeah. Yeah. But I, I look. I'm not. I'm not intimately familiar. You just rewatched the wild whites of West Virginia, right? Yeah, but they but, don't. They don't. They're not making moonshine. Oh, they're no. Nah, they're people. not moonshiners. Yeah, they're into pills. Yeah, I mean, there might be someone in there uh, doing moonshine. But that's that. But kind I don't of even think it's moon. It's not even fucking moonshine. He's doing like chemistry, dude. He's like. He's at Walter different White scenes Nick. in this movie, he's using like his photography equipment and shit. Like the dark room he's, chemicals, he's just he's mixing constantly, shit up, constantly putting making like phosphorus powder. Yeah, I mean, I guess moonshine does that technically is that its own recipe? It's just I easier mean, to it, say. It's, it's, yeah, it's like he's just constantly making moonshine's like doing mash and stuff. Like uh, he's not, he's but he's not making moonshine, dude. He's fucking mixing chemicals. Like yeah, wait, he's making stuff with paint thinner, but he's constantly making this stuff. Yeah. Um, and it and would make a lot more sense if this was set during Prohibition, but Prohibition yeah. has ended. You could but go guess, to the Packy. Look, yeah, but he's on a Navy ship. Maybe you're stuck on a Navy. You're stuck on Iwo Jima. Yeah, that makes sense. I get, but he takes that. They they drain the torpedo, and it's not him by himself. He's got a crew with him on this, and then he's passed out. At yeah, the top they're of all the ship. excited. I, think I love they're that all shot excited for this of him just laying out on top of like it looks like he's on top of a can yeah. or something. And then they're just throwing bananas. He's on, like, the mast up top, and they're all just throwing shit at him. they're just chucking bananas at him. Uh, he gets discharged. There's a lecture on PTSD, um, which he yeah, doesn't some, take seriously. There's some really uh, nice shots in this. I love the shot it's of beautiful. the of the water, like the, the wake that they're leaving behind the boat. Yes. And they go back to that, uh, like, a hundred times. He uh, He gets a job taking pictures at a department store. Uh, and then he's flirting with uh, the the pretty lady who models coats, which what a job that is, by the way. Dude, what a job. She just, 
she just shows up she puts on like she just oh i guess today i'm gonna try to sell fur coats and just walks yeah. around and just like shows off the coats. it's it's like a total madman thing yeah um what's that so that's supposed to be 45 right so it's after the war so it's like after 45 war, yeah. 46 yeah yeah um now yeah, it's the, so before he gets the job though it does that whole scene with the uh Oh, the ink block. When he's tests. getting out of the hospital, the ink block t- tests and everything reminds him of sex. It's yep. cocks and mm-hmm. pussies. A lady's pussy. <laughs> yep. He is he he look, he's a single he's a very simple minded man. He likes sex and booze. Yeah. They, uh, hey, thank you for your service, sir. He uh he flirts hard and everybody loves this guy somehow. He fools everybody. I think it's because he keeps making these drinks. He flirts with her, brings her into his uh, the dark room where he develops the pictures, uh, and uh, they I don't know what happens. She they just start fooling around, and then he uh, asks her to go on a date, and he falls asleep at the table. Yeah, and so it's just, but like before that, he mixes up. Yeah, he mixes up. Yeah, he mixes up the stuff and gives it to her, and she's like, "Ooh, I'm not usually a naughty girl. I usually don't drink toilet cleaner." He has his physicality in this movie is so like stri- like he's just got this squint and he's always hunched over. Yeah. And he's got his hands on his like his haunches on his back like dude it's it's his physical it's, acting dude is it, like it's crazy that he went from uh like his character in that uh you were never really here down to like yeah. Fucking the joke. Like, that's that can't be healthy, right? That oh, can't be good for you. No, the weight loss and stuff? No, yeah. that's bad. It's, if, if, look. Like, I'd say in this, in this movie, he's probably midway between uh, Joker and... Uh, I like mean, Joker, was, you can see, like, his shoulder. Like, you can yeah, see everything, gross. every bone. Uh, this, he, this is his first movie after the... Uh, um, I have it written down. What's it called? I'm still here. Remember that stupid. Yeah, when he, when he did the David Letterman, Letterman thing with the dumb beard. This is the first. He said thing. he was going to be a like, rapper. This is his like reemergence after that nonsense, and uh, he nails it. This like kind of. I think this movie sets him up for like the rest of his career. Yeah, dude, he's like, a great actor, dude. Once he like, came out with Walk the Line. Yeah, but then he did. But between that. In this, he does that stupid, annoying period where he just pisses everybody off all the time. Yeah, and it could have just been like, hey, "We don't, we don't need you." But he's good. Enough I thought that... that's, I thought that's what was going to happen after that Letterman. Oh, for sure. Uh, I've never seen that. I'm still here. I, uh, it seems I did, I did, I've never watched it. So tedious. We get it, Joaquin Phoenix and Casey Affleck. You guys are. Uh, it just, it's just good seems boys. like. Ja- like jackass or punked, you know? It's like uh I don't know. He's taking a oh, picture you, of you're a You're doing gu- a bit? You're doing a bit? Is that what you're doing, Yaquin? Yeah, at least Johnny Knoxville puts on old man makeup. You just grew a goofy beard. <laughs> He's taking a picture of a guy, and he keeps, for some, I don't even know why this guy sets him off, but like he it's, just self-sabotages uh, himself. He keeps putting the lights right up against the guy's face. It's Dan from and, Deadwood. The bartender. The, the guy from the dude something who about keeps, Mary? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yep. 
Oh, wow. The baseball. brother and there's something about Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at that. And he keeps you pushing the eye. light up to his face. You got a good eye. Yeah. And then they just they just start fighting. He starts throwing like vases and you can't behave like that. Yeah. Imagine going to Olin Mills and somebody just And then he like he walks out and grabs that chick's hand. She's and she's like, like Okay, I, I guess we're going. Fur coats, yeah. Yeah. So we don't we don't see uh what the the he uh, gets out of that. I don't know, maybe he plays up as uh, you know, I'm a veteran or I don't know what he does, but that now that now we're on a farm in California where he is still making moonshine and Hey, you gotta make the time. moonshine, dude. He's giving it out, doling it out, they're having it. Yeah. Old guy takes it to dead. So dead. And they're yelling at him in Spanish, You poisoned him, you poisoned him. I didn't do anything. And then he just takes off running. And they're chasing him. He's running. It's a good the scene, yeah. Field. Chasing him across the plantation or whatever. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they we jump. Cabbage. That looks like what it looked like. Cabbage, bro. Lettuces. It's hard. But you know what? When you get uh, booted out of a department store like that for throwing vases at a guy's head, yeah. your work options are limited. You know. But he still had access to chemicals to make his stuff. He's like, well, we gotta. Pesticides, I guess. We <laughs> he's got a real fuel for the tractor. He's a real. You know what? What do we got? Let's do it. I yeah, don't care. Let's, let me see. Let's see what's in the medicine cabinet. Is it flammable? I'll drink it. Well, yeah, hopefully it is flammable because that's uh, the good stuff. All, really, all he's doing is just mixing up COVID cures. You know, trying to. Yeah, it's just it. Look, it takes time. It takes time. We can't find a cure right away, but. Maybe, hey, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Maybe paint thinner. You know the, the virus maybe does a, it does a thinner. great number on the the lungs. So why why can't we inject sunshine? <laughs> Very current. Nah, I'm dating all these episodes. This is this is my time capsule of uh, this time. Then he goes. He's walking in. Uh, it turns out it's San Francisco. I didn't know where he was at first, but then I saw that Golden Gate Bridge. It was and the Golden a, Gate, right? Yeah, he sees a party boat, and he just, because this guy is psychotic, he just boards the boat. He yeah, just jumps like, on. What else? Where away. else am I going to go? Makes total sense to me. They kicked him off the trolley car, the cable cars. Got to go somewhere. Full, he saw the full house, house, and you know he's like, all right, let's take the boat. First boat out of San Francisco happens to be a, a party river boat. And he wakes up the next day in a bunk, and he's brought to see our second <coughs> lead, uh, the great Philip Seymour Hoffman as Lancaster Dodd on the day of his daughter's wedding. Just like... You come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. I am a Lancaster we... Dodd, and I will I will grant you this one wish. I, as long as you me. make me some of this tasty medicine that you keep in this flask. Dude, he's yeah. like, I tasted it, and I drank all of it. What is it? Yeah. I don't know. Some kind of poison. Yeah. He won 100% Lancaster Dodd just invites chaos into his life because he likes <coughs> Yeah, he, dude, he absolutely had regular alcohol on that boat. No, oh, yeah. There's a whole bar where they're having a wedding. Yeah. But it's not enough for him anymore. He needs the paint thinner. He, uh... Freddie doesn't now, remember is that, anything. Is, that, is this a, uh... Is that really uh, L. Ron Hubbard thing? Did he drink this stuff? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure. Or is this probably... just a loosely based? 
I think it's loosely based. I mean, it, everything seems like it's based in fact. Yeah. So I don't know that Elrond Hubbard was drinking uh, moonshine, but I'm sure that you keep calling a... it moonshine, dude. It's not moonshine. Okay. Well, give me a different word for it then. Math, That's... maybe. I don't, like, it's not liquid, what? Like it's it's not meth. You know that. You know it's not paint meth. Thinner? Well, it's not paint thinner because he mixes it up. I'm just gonna say, look, I will he acknowledge mixes it up. Well, oh, he put it, he put it on over ice, so it's. I will, I will acknowledge that it's not traditional moonshine that your people are accustomed to making. The my people, that's nice. You can never not throw a your people crack in, Kenya. Don't cry, don't cry, stop crying, Kenya. Oh, your people couldn't survive without potatoes. Uh. My people are your people, stupid. My name's that's Sullivan. what I'm saying, Nick Morrow. Oh, don't hit the mech that hard, dude. I'll hit. I should hit you that hard. Well, whatever they're drinking, it's not good for no. a person. No, this this faux moonshine. They'd actually be better off drinking moonshine. I'm giving them too much credit. They will, Oh, they would absolutely be better off, even though that's still poison. Regular alcohol is poison, Sean. I keep trying to stress this to you. Yeah. That's why I'm, they call it intoxicated, because of the toxic part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I'm i aware. All right, Sugar's... I'm just looking out for you. Yeah, and I, I'm not... Okay. Freddie gets invited to the wedding. I mean, Go. it's hard not to get invited to the wedding when you're on the boat. Say you're officiating your daughter's wedding, and a man just shows up with just pockets full of moonshine, which I know it's not technically moonshine <laughs> i need you i need you to get past that stick don't roll I'm your gonna, eyes all right i'll I'm let you say moonshine i'm gonna we'll say, say moonshine. moonshine go ahead man stows away on a boat he shows up with pockets full of moonshine do you let him come to the wedding i mean what are your options you just either let him go to the wedding or throw him off the boat true i'd throw sure him off a the brig boat. i bet there's a brig that's a big boat i would absolutely throw him off the boat yeah i don't want this guy around i don't want anybody doesn't that seem carries... trustworthy Nobody should be carrying moonshine with them. I mean, technically, he just had a flask. That's true. But Lancaster took it, drank it all the night before, and he wants yeah, that's, more. Yeah, that right there seems like a bad judgment. On Lancaster's part. Maybe you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You yeah, shouldn't, maybe don't. you shouldn't be in charge of a cult if you're going to just drink also, out of hey, anybody's flask willy-nilly. Kind of rude. Oh, it's very yeah. rude. Yeah, this guy stowed away, but that's not yours. Two wrongs don't make a right, you know? They don't. Uh, he does the wedding. He gives this insane toast about the. Uh, so his his movement is called the cause, and the he gives cause. this mon- this monologue about how how marriage worked before the cause and how it works after, and something about dragons and all these people are all in one hundred percent hook line sinker. They love this guy, uh, and I love it. And I'm uh, I'm signing up for testing next week. Church of Scientology is an essential business. It's been open, and I'm going. I'm going to become clear. You don't Will have you to come? convince me, dude. Will you yeah, come? I know me? that it's essential. Will you come? I, I, no, I can't. I, I was actually there last uh, Tuesday, and I got my oh, testing. How'd you and do? I applied for uh, clemency within the group, and they said that. First, that my thetans have to be cleaned, and then oh, they yeah. said that I also have to attend the the uh, initiation barbecue in June. And I'm like, 
I'm pretty sure that's going to get canceled. And they're like, well, we're still planning on having it. And I'm like, listen, we have to get at least two weeks of numbers going down before we before we can commit to a barbecue. A barbecue. Did? Did Where was this bit going? They tell you where Shelly Miscavige is. They said that she actually never existed. Oh. That she was a myth. A myth. Oh. They that said is that great. her name That's she, great news. Shelly Myth Cabbage. Sean. Myth. Myth. <laughs> Shelly Myth Cabbage. Oh, that took me a second. That took me a second. Hash, to get hashtag good. it. That's fun. That's fun. I like that one. Well, uh, I'm going to think from now on that L. Ron Hubbard was drinking this poison. Yeah, that seems fair. Until uh, someone convinces me otherwise. Uh, so Freddy joins up, man. He's going to just travel with this crew of people. And we see all kinds of this mumbo jumbo we testing nonsense and this hypnosis of looking back at your old lives and they're listening to recordings of Lancaster. And I don't know. This part of it doesn't make any sense, but it's not supposed okay. to. It's a cult. It's not supposed to. That's it's what all a that's, cult. the first time I watched this, I was like, Oh, why is this movie so hard to watch? This none of this makes sense. And then you realize, Oh, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, he makes the moonshine on the boat and then they have a private session. The, the two of them. Um, oh, this is where, when he asks them all the questions. Yeah, the private testing. He goes, uh, you know, "Are you a scientific in thought? Are you unpredictable?" And then he farts, and then he calls him a silly, dirty animal. Which I thought was that's cute. He is. He's a silly. He likes uh, Lancaster Dodd likes to throw out insults at people. Yes, and they're all usually all barnyard based. Yeah. Uh. But they so they they do this back and forth as they're drinking this this swill, and then they decide to keep going. Freddie doesn't want it to end. Um, we find out that Freddie has uh, had intercourse with his aunt three times. His mom is in the loony bin, and he is in love with a a girl named Doris from Lynn, Massachusetts. Doris, Doris, and then we do a flashback, and that's when we learn that Doris is sixteen. Yes. And he is not older. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, I mean, I he's in the... the first. I missed that on the first watch. Like when he goes and sees her, he's coming back from the war. Is that what happened? He was in his uniform. So. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and he gets upset that she's going to go to a family reunion in Norway, and he just basically goes, "You're not going." And then later on, he comes back in normal clothes and tells her he's going to take a job as an oiler on a ship. He tells her to go to Norway and that he's going to come back. Yeah. And then he just smashes her screen window and just uh, gives her a big old sloppy kiss. Illegal. Yeah, not good. And then, Sir, uh, please unhand my daughter. Lancaster tells him he's the bravest boy he's ever met, which... Nope. Seen no evidence <laughs> Probably to not. that. I mean... But... I mean, he did go to war. Hey, thank you for your service, but the bravest boy? Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Johnny Tremaine. He was pretty brave. Lost he was his hands brave. for didn't, America. Never existed, but he much brave. Well, this yeah, guy you didn't exist a, Are you saying that that's fake? Johnny, Johnny Tremaine? Tremaine? Not a real guy? Yeah, not a real fella. Paul Revere, also fake. They arrived no, in New York City. No, shut up. Mm, mm-hmm. That's what they want you, you to s- think that he... 
that midnight ride, that was really at three o'clock in the afternoon. People were, but he didn't, yeah. When, if that's in like January, three o'clock in the afternoon's pretty dark. It was also in Alaska, so it was night all the time. And the British were Russian. Uh, yeah. I'm so tired. I've just, uh, just at all. Can you imagine if it was night all the time? How much worse this would be? I couldn't do it. At least the sun comes up every three days. (coughs) At least we got that hour back. They go to a rich lady's house. Before we had to live inside forever. Thank Christ. Thank God. God bless those farmers out there. God bless the USA. I put a boot up at that. I. They go to a fancy house in New York City, Bill. They go to a rich lady that owns the boat that they've been sailing on. Named Mildred. And Freddie, right there. It goes, he introduces his wife, Peggy. And then he goes, oh, this is Freddie. And also, here are my kids. Uh, He's got this double breasted suit on that looks, looks ridiculous. You should never double breast is no good. You a double breasted <laughs> suit man? No. Uh, do they make double breasted suits still? What is that? So. Is that when it buttons on both sides, right? Yeah, it comes like all the way across like a straight jacket. Yeah, that's crazy. It looks dumb. That's like a big... zoot suit, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yep. And it doesn't fit well, so clearly it was just a suit that he found on board this boat since he has no possessions. Yeah. They didn't like dock somewhere and be like, Freddie, we got to get you a double-breasted suit. Hey, Freddie, we're going to pick up moonshine equipment and a double-breasted suit. He's uh, Oh, and flippers to go swimming. And, yeah, a bathing suit. We'll get you all the essentials, bathing cap, <laughs> sunscreen, a little a like flask. Flaty, yeah, <laughs> flask, paint thinner, uh, formaldehyde. He's snooping around the house. He's trying to steal whatever he can. Uh, and then Lancaster does a session with this lady right in front of everybody. And he's walking them through their past lives and releasing them. Yeah, it's them just from hypnosis, right? Past... All he's doing is hypnosis. I guess so. And then and while they're hypnotized, they these people think that they're remembering past lives and Yeah. Like, this lady thinks she was a man in her past life and he like releases them from their past traumas and look, if I was a stupid person, I would be sucked in by this one hundred percent. If somebody came to me and was like, in your past life, you had a lot of trauma. Let me help you. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I got to get rid of that trauma. Too much but, trauma. Yeah. But I'm just like, nah, dude, I just let me let me have my trauma now. <laughs> I'm enjoying the trauma. It's fun. What's life without trauma, right? He keeps getting interrupted by Christopher Evan Welch, a great actor. Who you would know as Peter Gregory from the first season, Silicon Valley. Did you ever watch yes. Silicon Valley? Yes, I did. Yeah. This guy passed away. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, he's. we lost him. He uh, he plays John Moore in this movie and just does a great... He's just like such a... You can't really get mad at him because he's not really doing anything insane. He's not being... Mad rude. at him? I'm not mad at him. I think no, he but, was doing the right thing. Yeah, he keeps... He's just openly skeptical and he keeps questioning all the methods... Um, and then Lancaster and he just, says this is you're doing hypnotism well how isn't right. this hypnotism and he goes it's not it's gonna it's gonna protect us from the atomic threat and cure cancer and then Lancaster uh, Dodd just starts defending time travel 
And I was just like, this is, I missed all of this the first time I watched this movie. And I'm yeah. glad that I watched it again because I was like, this is gobbledygook. Yeah. And then he calls him pig fuck. Yes. <laughs> Which is a great, great insult. He does that. And then Freddie chucks a strawberry right but in his he face. Does, but there's, there's like a few different moments like that throughout the movie where he just loses his cool like that. Yeah, we just snaps. and you just see that he's just yeah he's just because he knows that he's a, he knows that he's one hundred percent he knows this is all a con. Yeah, he doesn't he's believe any of this. Uh, and good hey, good for him. It's the American dream. Apparently, yeah. Uh, so Freddie later on that night he grabs uh, Rami Malek plays. Uh, uh, Lancaster's son-in-law they grab him and they go they find this guy's address and they go and they just beat the crap out of yeah, him yeah he's like three in the morning we got a present for you we got a present like, he's like can we can we just come in he's like how about we just do it in the doorway and then he just bursts in and then Rami Malik's just like oh boy uh oh oh no oh no and then uh, he goes Freddie goes the next day to tell Lancaster like he's not gonna be a problem anymore and he, guess what not happy that wasn't a nice thing to do. You can't be hitting people nah. like that. And he like starts shitting on him, calling him a bad, bad dog, bad boy. Yes. Keeps but also a- like, but he's doing it in a like, you know that he's not mad. No, he's just. But he's doing this all for show in front of. No, he's not. I think he just feeds off of fucking shitting on him. He fucking. He's absolutely not mad that he did that. I'm going to have to watch it a third time now. Thank you very much. They go to Laura right. Dern's in Philadelphia, baby. She's just got a she, she just gives it to them. And they're in uh, They're in listening to... She's just babbling about all the stuff Which that the I mean, that's done for. That's getting grifted, dude. Oh, for Just sure. giving you house. That's, that is the, that's the ultimate grift. The very definition. That's what you're looking for. And they're sitting there and they're listening to... Her talk about all this nonsense that she's gone through and when she's under, what it feels like. And uh, Lancaster Dodd's daughter is sitting next to Freddie, getting a little handsy. Looking at her Getting very across, handsy. Across the room, Rami Malik's just sitting there just soaking it all in. And she's got a little too much. Too soaking... Much. Soaking in what's happening in the room, but I don't. He doesn't no, see he does what's happening over that. there. No, no, right? He's blind to that. He's yeah. blind. Uh, then Lancaster starts singing "I'll Go a Roving." This this stuff is wild. Yeah, dude. This there is a couple. Uh, yeah, there's a. Is this the uh, the bush scene? Yeah. So this is everybody. All of a sudden, all the women are naked, and Freddie is just watching Lancaster just dance around the room and everybody's he's just imagining all the women naked and is he imagining yeah 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 because one second they're all clothed and the next second they're not yeah but is it I didn't know if that was him imagining or if it was just like a cut to later on in the party I look I mean, it's a cult. I'm like, sure, they fucking all of a sudden sure. all the chicks are naked. But I don't, I don't think that. I think it was a fantasy. And then, because especially after that, this when Amy Adams goes in and jerks him off, hmm. and hey, she was you know like, what? "You're gonna put all of this behind." Like, it seems like she's saying, like it's some yeah, sex cult also, that he's trying to. She's also sitting in the chair naked. Yeah. 
because she's got the big pregnant belly. Uh, hey, Alan, Balcony Boy Show, gmail.com. Send us an email. What do yeah, you let think us know. is happening in this insanity? Yeah. What do you um, think? Then the next scene, uh, Lancaster's brushing his teeth, and uh, Amy Adams comes up from behind him, and uh, it just gives him an, a, an aggressive... An aggressive. aggressive. A good old rub and tug. Yeah, and just... Well, just uh, tug. I don't even think there was a rub. Won't won't let him uh, finish up until she agrees that he's going to stop boozing, and she's he's not going to drink any more of that boy's hooch. Yeah. And then she wakes Freddie up and tells him... Just go back. Just drink booze. Just stop drinking industrial strength fucking pool cleaner. (laughs) Yeah, they got fish tank cleaner that they're injecting. Yeah, just drink the beer that we have in the house, on the boat, wherever. They're not still on the boat, right? They're at that house. No, they're at that house. And she wakes up Freddie, who's just sleeping in the middle of the living room, and says she can only stay if she quits boozing. And he's just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. I want to go back to sleep. And then the next morning he wakes up and he goes out and immediately he starts picking a fight with uh, Jesse Plemons, who yeah. is uh, who is Dodd's son, who doesn't believe any of this. He just goes, he's making it all up. I mean, all and nonsense. also, I mean, it's his son that's known him his whole life. He knows that he's a fucking yeah. I hate this character, Val. I hate Val. I'm not on Val's side at any point. We'll get Pat. We'll come no? back to Val. No, because they have this fight and then the cops show up because they're here to arrest. Uh, Lancaster, for, Lancaster all the, yeah. for all the uh, the damage they did to the lady's boat. And Val and Freddie's like, no, he's, he's not here. And Val's like, yeah, he is. He's inside. He just sells yeah. out his dad immediately. Yeah. Go take my criminal dad to prison. And then you're just like, well, good for you, Val, for for acknowledging these Yeah, but these dude, he's... And then just removing yourself from Val, you're doing the right thing, right? That's what we think. They arrest Freddie... They arrest Lancaster. Well, they arrest Freddy because he attacked. Right, he starts fighting the cops. Yeah, I Not mean, hey, do I, I don't want to be the guy that Blue Lives Matter this conversation, but <laughs> he did attack them. Mm. It was it was unprovoked. And also, dude, Val like Val's like his kid, like he fuck. It's his father. He knows he's a piece of shit, dude. Yeah. He's like, fuck this piece of shit. He's a fucking liar. But then, like, okay, so we'll just jump. We'll just we'll just put a bow on Val real quick. End of the movie. They open up the Oh, yeah, school he's totally and, part yeah, of he's it. There. Yeah, he's, he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. welcome back. <laughs> well, I mean, once the money starts rolling in, you can't yeah. turn your back. Wild. Uh, then we get, then we get, I think I said before that the scene with uh, the pig fuck scene, the fight, that argument was my favorite scene. This yeah. is actually my favorite scene. This is when they're in the adjoining jail cells. Oh yeah, screaming at each other. And Philip, no, but Philip Seymour Hoffman is just—he's just standing still. He's got his hand up on the bars, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix has his—he's got—he's got the the cuffs on behind his back. Behind his back, and he breaks just, the toilet. Destro- yeah, dude, he just starts <laughs> destroying the room, smashing his head on everything, and then they just have this crazy shouting match. Lancaster's like, uh, your fear of being in cage is millions of years old, and I can help you get rid of that. And they're just screaming at each other. And, and then, then the guy in the other cell starts screaming at them. And then Freddy lays down on the bunk to try to get his arms out in front of him. And then and Lancaster just takes a takes a leak, takes a piss because he still has a toilet. It's- <laughs> I would have peed through the bars onto his toilet. 
Just go Rondo is a mess. Do you need to it kind of seemed weird. It kind of seemed weird that the water wouldn't start shooting out of the where the toilet was. I, hmm. I'm not sure. You know what? Not having spent a night in jail myself, I'm not sure how a prison toilet works. Does yeah. it have is having it a- having spent uh, a night in jail before <laughs> a couple times? Oh boy! But still, this this was still in. Was this the '60s at that point? No, we're in the when we're was the, it? It's 40s, still 50s. in the '50s, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't even know. I mean, I would think that toilet technology hadn't. Yeah, like now they have like metal toilets in there or aluminum. You know, it's like, yeah. Well, because they don't all... want you breaking the porcelain like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure if there's a flusher on this that would replenish the bowl, or if it's just a, you know, a, hey, a tube any that goes of down our. Any of our toilet aficionado balconiers, if you're out yeah, there, let anybody, us know how you think yeah, a toilet works. Yeah, talk to us about Pennsylvania penal toilets in the 1950s. If you wrote your college thesis on that, we want to read it. We want to read it. We got to know. Uh, Lancaster gets out sooner than Freddie. Obviously, good behavior. Um, and Rami Malik and Amy Adams and the daughter are all suggesting that Freddie is not committed to the cause and they yeah. want him gone. And the daughter suggests that Freddie is in love with her, even though she, we've seen her come on to him hard. Yeah. Cause bullshit runs in this family tree. Hey, grifters gonna grift. Grifters gonna grift. They can't not. That's what they do. Then we have this montage of all these new techniques. Freddie comes back, and him and uh, him and Lancaster roll around in the the, the yard. Because these these guys are buddies. They can't stay mad yeah. at each other. It's it's start like it it kind of looks like they're fighting though. At first, like the people start there's right, like, like a scream. He tears what? his no. pants, and then they start laughing. Yeah, yeah. These two dudes, uh, in terms of acting, these guys go for it. I bet that pants yeah, they, rip it dude, was not planned. Both, I bet they just accidentally ripped his pants and they just went for it. Maybe. They're both great actors. I would uh, honestly I bet that they were like um Joaquin Phoenix probably didn't tell him they were going to smash that toilet. I think he just probably did it. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman probably just peed. Like no. I think uh they definitely knew he was going to smash it cuz I think they turned the water off so it didn't flood the set. And I'm suggesting that there is no it's just a hole that goes down on the ground. You just think that there's. I don't yeah, think there's any water down. in these tanks. Yeah, I don't think they care. I think it's an outhouse in a in a, you know, with a fancy. Bowl. All the pee goes into the pot on the stove in mm, the kitchen. They boil it and then Joaquin. <laughs> that's where they it. make soup. <laughs> no, that's that's his, that's his prison moonshine. It's mostly piss. Uh, they do the scene where they're trying all these different techniques to help Freddie. He has to walk from the wall to the window, and Peggy's asking him to change the color of his eyes. Yeah, and, he does this a lot. The wall to the window thing. Dude, I couldn't make heads or tails of what it is. The only thing that uh, that I, I love in this scene is that he's Phoenix, because he's a psycho, is doing it. He's closing his eyes, and he's really going for it, and he keeps bumping into this table. And then Hoffman, in character, just he goes, uh, just move that table. Pull that table back. And then you can see the extra just like, what? I'm sorry, what you t- uh, just pull the table back. And then at some point, he's like hopping across the room. <laughs> and he's about to impale himself on the chandelier, so Hoffman steps up, puts his hand up. They never break character, but 
it's good acting, dude. Phoenix I definitely. Didn't, I, I didn't notice it. Yeah, go if go back and watch it because you can see, uh, him just going. It's a it's a wall, and he's walking back. He walks into a table, and the Philip Seymour Hoffman goes, uh, "Can we move that table? Just move, pull that table back." And the extra is like confused. He's like, I, uh. and then at some point he's jumping, and then Philip Seymour Hoffman just stands up and he just puts his hand up to like. So Phoenix is if he's gonna jump, he's gonna hit his hand and not the spike on the chandelier that he was gonna impale himself on. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Safety first, man. Safety you gotta first. OSHA up, you got to OSHA up that set. It's OSHA time. Speaking yeah. of this, he's gonna. They announced they're gonna release uh, book two of uh, fake Dianetics or whatever the hell their their thing is. Yeah, uh, and it's gonna be in Phoenix, Arizona, at the first Phoenix con- co- Congress, whatever the whatever that means. I have no idea. Uh, Freddie, like fucking, it's Freddy's, like Comic Con. The book is buried in the desert. That was weird. Yeah, that seems really weird. When they went out to dig it up, I thought that he was going to kill Freddy and bury him. Oh, what a twist that would have been. It it seemed like that's what was going to happen. No, but this is some... This Who is fucking some... buries a book out in the... This is what some you, Joseph Stephen Smith? King? Joseph Smith uh, golden plates bullshit. Yeah, right? Um, the publisher hates the book. And Freddy takes him outside and kicks his ass. They have this big launch. Yeah, uh, the the publisher was uh, he played. He was in There Will Be Blood. He's Daniel Day Lewis's the brother that shows up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the claim, and oh, he's nice. like, yeah, we had half half same father, different mothers, or whatever. Yeah, it was. Paul Thomas Anderson. He just uses the same people over and over again. He should. He's great, dude. I mean, this I is mean, Philip Seymour. Philip Seymour right? Hoffman's in Hard Eight, Boogie Nights, Punch Drunk Love. He's not in There Will Be Blood, and then he's in this. He makes four, and then he dies. Yeah, this well, is Philip Seymour Hoffman's last movie, but dude, if, um, he was one of the. He's not in There Will Be. I wish he was generation. Sure, he's great, but Paul Thomas yeah. Anderson just like he just kept using him over and over again. Yeah, because and you, then after this, if you, if you can keep getting one of the greatest actors of your generation, Sean, sure. like listen, yeah, like I, if you no, can get two of the greatest podcasters of their generation, Mike together, Marin and the lady that hosts Serial, Sarah Koenig, <laughs> they'd be so good, dude. Um, I meant us, Laura Dern. My kids are getting hungry. I can hear them downstairs just melting down. I can hear them downstairs, dude. Can you tell this them is to be shut a, up? I can't. I just can't. My no, it's delightful. It's my fun. wife will yell at me. Laura Dern uh, comes up to Lancaster, who, who doesn't seem super pumped about how this is all going down, and she no, questions she, him. dude. She's like, "You're changing the whole philosophy." We asked he, if you yeah, could remember, goes, and now and it's, now it's, "Can you imagine?" Imagine, and I was like, "Oh, this script is good." Yeah, uh, is it imagination or memory? And he just. Loses feeds her it. some bullshit and she's not eating it and he snaps at her. Yeah, she's, it's like another pig fuck moment, but and you he can doesn't just, call her pig and fuck. And you can see in like half second just as her oh, character. Oh, I made a just, huge mistake. Yeah, just oh, I've wasted my entire adult life. Yeah. yeah. And then we have this craziness with the motorcycle scene where they he takes him out to the salt flats. Yeah, takes his dude, daughter, is... his son in law, and Freddie, and they're gonna play a game where you just pick a point and you drive point out as fast direction. as you can, and then he just takes off. And 
no helmet. It doesn't. I, I don't. Maybe you know what? Maybe we'll find out in the trivia or not. I don't know. I honestly don't know if they did their own motorcycle riding. Uh, is it? Is this in Utah? Is it the Salt Flats? I guess so. Probably, yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. Looks they like say, them, right? Yeah. I would not. You got two. Philip Seymour Hoffman hits a rock. He's gonna fucking die. It definitely. It definitely seems like you should wear a helmet. Yeah. But they both do it, and they just drive think, as fast as they can. Did they though? Do you think he was on the back of a truck and that they had? They a just CGI'd it out. Maybe. Yeah, I can't imagine that they that whatever studio it was would have been cool with him. No, you would. No chance. Booting with no helmet, dude. They must have had a stuntman do it. Um, it's like when I mean, James Corden uh, does his stunt where his uh, carpool karaoke stunts. And he has to get strapped to the back of a fucking U-Haul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they tow him around. All right, I'm looking at the... Uh... Anyway, yeah, but so Yoquin just... Shaquan. Can I call him Lee Phoenix? Uh, so he just takes off, and then they walk back with... Uh... It seems like they would could all just hop in the car. I mean, it's a really great shot. Yes. But it seems like it would have been easier to travel back in the car altogether. Um, yeah, except uh, Joaquin Phoenix just steals the motorcycle and disappears. Yeah. Uh, we're going to blow through this real quick because I'm just... Everything is yeah, everything gotta, outside I mean, my door is do. falling apart. We're, we're at 114. We can wrap uh, it disappears. up. He goes back to see Doris. She's married. Started a family. Her name's Doris Day now. That's fun. Doris he's Day. A, he's asleep in a movie theater, and he gets a phone call from Lancaster, who invites him to England. How how this happens, I don't know. Maybe this is all fantasy in his head. Not sure. But he goes to England. Val's there, because Val's a And fucking, that's where the school is. Yeah, they, right? they've opened a school for the cause in England. Val's a bitch. I hate him. They go in to see Lancaster, and then this movie, it just, there's a a lot happens in a short amount of time. Peggy comes in. She starts babbling. She writes Freddy off completely and goes, he never wants to change. Get him out of here. And then this is where Lancaster does the, if you can figure out how to live without a master, Slope. let the rest of us know. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he tells, sings Slow Boat to China. No, but first he tells him where they met before, because this whole movie, Lancaster keeps telling Freddy that, oh, they, yeah, but it's that just they've known each other in the past. Bullshit. It's nonsense. Yeah, they, they they worked together in Paris during the Pigeon Post, yeah. and they for four and a half months siege by Prussian forces, and sent up sixty five balloons and only lost two. Like fuck you, dude. And it seems like Freddie. At no point does Freddie think any of this is nonsense, but he's not committed to any of this. And then he goes, "If you leave and we meet in the next life, it'll be as sworn enemies, and I will show you no mercy." Which is also something I need to say to you right now, Bill. In our I, next lives. For- all right, I'll let you get it out. We will be sworn enemies, and I will show you no mercy. I'd like to actually maybe see if we could do that in this life. Oh, you want to jump it up? Time, Bump it up? The next right. time we actually see each other in public, if that ever happens, uh, yeah. watch your face. We'll go to the mask. Well, you're not going to be able to see me under my mask. I'll have uh, you up. He does. He starts singing. I could, dude, I can pick you up out of a crowd. He I starts singing Slow Boat to China. It's Fre- weird, dude. Freddy it's a leaves. very weird scene. Yep. He picks up a lady at the bar, and then while they're doing it, they're doing the nasty. He starts processing her. You know, just say your name. 
Yeah. If you blink, we'll start over again. Yeah, this is a good scene. And then the last line of the movie is stick it back in. <laughs> it fell it out. It fell out. It's, it's hilarious, dude. It's but very before, funny. And then the last shot is him laying down next to the naked sand lady again. Dude, and then, we all know when it falls out and you're like, stick it back in. Come on. <laughs> sure. That's a thing you said. Sometimes it falls out. I would never do that. That's gross. Um, oh, it looks like I'm not going to be able to save these notes. Yeah, the slow boat to China scene was just weird. Uh, Very strange. I guess it fits in with the, with the earlier when he does have his singing spurts. Right. Uh, but it's, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. I don't think it's a... Uh, Boondocks? Not at all. This is a not a Boondock Saints. Ah, uh, it's, it's just a fucking solid cast, dude. Yeah, you can't. I mean, if Paul Thomas Anderson just makes interesting movies. So what? So we've done this is his second, this and the second. only. I don't think we're gonna get another one. one. We could do yeah New England base. We should do a PTA month, maybe. All right, we'll do that. Cover the other ones. We'll do. We'll figure it out. Your kids are too loud for me to talk about it now. Yeah, dude, I gotta go. I gotta go put some fires out. Uh, what are we next doing week, next week? Thomas Brother. Crown Affair, the original, the original Thomas Crown are Affair. We, can we find it? Is it streaming? Do yeah, you know? we'll find it. I think it's on Hoopla. All right, the library thing. We'll find it. That is Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. Uh, Who did Boston the remake? Jewel Was House. the remake Tom That's Hanks, Pierce Brosnan, Pierce and, Brosnan, uh, Rene Russo, I think. But that's for a discussion another time. Next it time is we, for a discussion another time. Yeah, we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll be back. Balcony after dark. You know, we'll turn the it's lights down. Good. We'll get a little sultry in here. But until then. It's going to be good. We got some, Listen. Hey, listen, guys. We got some good ones coming we up. We do. And we'll so, talk about so that. If you'd Bill, be as, stop keeping me on this call. Just we be some it. sweethearts. Go on, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, rate, and, review, uh, subscribe. Come back next week. Or don't. And Sean, go fucking raise your kids, you piece of shit. Oh, that's harsh.